basically avoiding the, you know, the height requirement. So there could yeah. be a, a shorter route that would potentially be open, uh, you know, but but for whatever, it could be regulatory, could be bridge height, could be all of those uh, things. Yeah. Certain, you know, you're not allowed to uh, travel on certain stretches of road and highway given certain certain load types. So it could be something like that. Growing a business requires a holistic approach that extends beyond sales and marketing. This approach needs alignment among people, processes, and technologies. So if you're a business owner, operations, or finance leader looking to learn growth strategies from your peers and competitors, you're tuned into the right podcast. Welcome to the WBS Podcast, where scalable growth using business systems is our number one priority. Now... Here is your host, Sam Gupta. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the WBS Podcast. I'm Sam Gupta, your host and principal consultant at the independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm Elevate IQ. The problem with software applications and concepts is that what TMS means to you may be very different from what TMS means to me. Each TMS solution is designed from the perspective of a very specific business model, transactions and micro industries. Even among the same TMS vendor, there might be several TMS applications that they might carry targeted for very specific use cases. Also, a TMS designed for international operations is very different from local truckload centric operations. So where does Trimble stand in its capabilities. In today's episode, we invited a panel of industry experts for a live discussion on LinkedIn to conduct an independent review of Trimble TMS capabilities. We covered many grounds, including their depth of the transportation companies and why features such as dispatch scheduling might be completely different for trucking companies than for other companies needing similar supply chain capabilities. We also covered how different TMS solutions could be when we analyze the business model of freight forwarders versus transportation companies. With that, let's get to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. And if you're joining for the first time, this is part of our industry series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We review one vendor or the solution. And for today, we have Trimble TMS. We have been reviewing a lot of different WMS and TMS solutions. So this is going to be very interesting as well. Before we dive deeper into this, we are going to start with everybody's intros. I am going to start with my quick intro. If you, you don't know me, Sam Gupta, principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm. On that note, I am going to move to Dave for his intro. Thanks, uh, Sam. Hey, everybody. My name is Dave Chrysler, and I own a company called The Chrysler Club, working with leaders in manufacturing and distribution, helping them work towards operating with excellence and come to you with uh, more than 20 years of various operational leadership roles, uh, which also included several ERP implementations and uh, excited to be here with everybody today. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here, Dave. Uh, Andy, can I ask you to introduce yourself next? Of course, Dave. Sam. Hey, that's me. Dave, Sam. Yeah, uh, we are all mixing today, okay? We are all mixing oh, today. <laughs> I, 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 I see way too many of Dave's uh, LinkedIn uh, videos and funny stories and stuff recently. That's all. Um, 
My name is Andy Pratico. I've been involved in ERP software for small to mid-sized manufacturers for all my life. Uh, I've worked all over North America. Uh, I have a book published on, on selecting, evaluating ERP software. And uh, I also do webinars and teach people how to evaluate ERP software. And I think I've, my next one's scheduled for August 9th, if anybody cares. Nice to meet y'all. Yeah, uh, great. Thank you so much for being here, uh, Andy. And in the audience, if you have any questions and comments, please post uh, in the comment box. We typically try to cover them during the show. If you run out of time, we'll make sure that you receive your answers. Uh, on that note, uh, I'm going to start with the quick. And, and by the way, Sam, when I say yeah. I've been in this business since all my life, that's before either either you two were born. Yeah, I know, I know, man. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been long for Andy. I know, I know. <laughs> Before ERP systems were born, born. That's Andy right. Was they were, they were, they were, yeah. It was all, all binary code back when I first started. Andy was selling concept before ERP systems were there. <laughs> he started back then. Exactly. You, you don't have to have a system to sell, right? No. Bunch of ones and zeros. It's all you need. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, guys. So I'm going to start with, uh, you know, the briefing of this one. I know we have done a lot. And Dave, I missed you on the last one uh, that we did. And um, last one, when we uh, sort of reviewed the solution that was also TMS, and we sort of concluded that, you know what, uh, even TMS has, uh, you know, some of the WMS uh, solutions, they are sort of going to claim that they are TMS, but they are not TMS, you know, <laughs> because TMS uh, category itself, uh, right. I mean, can go very, 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 very deep. Okay. And in this also now, you know, Dave, you are going to be shocked because now I'm going to be telling new layers here <laughs> for the solution. Okay. So whatever we had done so far overall in terms of layers, so we'll obviously touch on those. Uh, but we are also going to touch on some of the new layers uh, that people should be paying attention to when they are looking for, let's say, the pure play TMS solution. Uh, even with the other solution, if they are looking for TMS capabilities, they should probably be looking at these layers as well. So overall, in terms of layers, I guess, you know, we have discussed a lot of them. Number one, obviously, that internal versus external supply chain. Uh, that is one thing that we have been discussing, the whole cloud native uh, momentum uh, that we have even in the WMS TMS market. Then uh, we also discussed how each of these solutions, uh, the approach, you know, how they are going to package uh, different offering. Some of them are going to have that combination of SNOP, OMS, uh, you know, CMS, WMS. Uh, you know, some of them are going to have uh, fleet management. Uh, the last one, I guess, when we reviewed uh, ND, I don't know whether you recall or not, uh, you know, they had uh, the whole DST component, uh, which is very unique as well. We did not so, uh, see the DST component in any other uh, solution so far. So in this particular case, what you are going to notice, and by the way, Andy, I don't know whether you have come across them any time. Uh, this is a no, I have not. Humongous company, okay? Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of presence in the construction space as well. Okay. They are known for uh, their big presence in the construction, engineering, architecture sort of firms. Oh. Full-blown ERP in that space. They do a lot of transportation as well. And that's, yeah. They, yeah. they actually acquired a lot of TMS solutions, okay? Uh, in fact, there was one TMS solution. They ended up shutting down. 
Wow. <laughs> so many that they had to shut down some can you believe this and by the way i mean that was one of the uh, i think top 10 solutions that w- were there in the market and they actually shut that down just because you know they had uh, overlapping offering us i guess um, that would be my guess why they shut it down um, you know that's probably a smart strategy in general but obviously they acquired just to kill the product <laughs> right and, and sometimes you, you might be killing the wrong product that's a possibility, but these guys definitely know what they are doing. I mean, that's oh, yeah. my they they are very, very, very well penetrated in the transportation space. They are very well known. Uh, transportation construction, I mean, two verticals that I, I know for sure in the transportation space. Uh, they are probably the gold standard. <laughs> People are not going to know oh. SAP. Yeah, they are probably going to know um, Trimble uh, for sure. Yeah. So the layer that i wanted to really touch on today uh, is so here they are in the real transportation space okay so when i say real transportation meaning you know we are talking about road transportation okay so supply chain is typically divided in two or three different categories so you are ob- obviously going to have the road transportation then you are going to have your ocean then you are going to have your air and typically, each of them have their own sort of nuances, the way their processes are going to be, just because your border security compliance requirements are going to be very different, okay? When we reviewed Descartes, I mean, they were really deep into that international shipping, international um, sort of supply chain. They, uh, you know, they were not as deep into the, the road side of things. These guys are really, really deep into the road transportation, last mile, uh, you know, trucking companies. They use their TMS. They have many different offerings. Uh, so that's where they are really deep into. Overall, uh, you know, when you are going to compare these guys with any of the WMS solution, I don't know if they are really comparable, to be completely honest. Uh, you know, they are going to be really deep into either managing the transportation business, if these businesses are going to be pure logistics business, or they might be, uh, you know, 3PL, freight forwarder, um, then these guys could be a great fit overall. Or they are going to sit on top of, uh, you know, one of the, uh, accounting systems. I mean, ERP is probably not the right word in this particular industry. Uh, and the reason for that is because the only thing they are use, going to use ERP uh, is really for GL. Maybe even if they are going to be public company, they might be using it for SOX compliance, but that's it. I mean, that's the uh, role of ERP in these industries. Um, so I'm going to pause there. I don't know if you guys have any, any comments uh, before I move on. Uh, you know, there's, there's lots of third-party products out there for all different types of functionality with ERPs. TM, you know, a lot of the ERPs try to put it all under one roof, and that some of them do a pretty good job, but TMS is a function that's rarely found, unless you're talking about tier one products that's rarely found within these ERPs. Right. In the TMS functionality here, you are going to see, and this is not just figuring out the, uh, you know, the shipments on a truck. It's far deeper. Okay. So here we are looking at the whole dispatch workflow, the way a trucking company is going to run. I mean, their sales orders are going to be very different. So they don't necessarily use uh, ERP. The way they're driver settlement, driver uh, reconciliation process is going to be, it's going to be very different. The way they are going to be doing the feature readings uh, from their assets, from their trucks, uh, it's going to be very, very, very different. So again, very different industries, uh, industry, uh, you know, in this particular case, again, ERP does not have much of a role to play. 
to be completely honest. Yeah. But I mean, let's say if um, the other industries where you are going to see a lot more ERP, for example, let's say manufacturer, distributor, the only reason why they would be using something like this is either they have their own fleets or they are really deep into the transportation. In most cases, uh, most companies like to outsource as much as possible because once you get into the logistics and transportation, it's a nightmare. (laughs) You don't want to get there. Unless you have a real reason where, you know, sometimes, let's say if you are in frozen category or let's say if you are in dangerous goods category, you are not going to find a 3PL that can really, uh, you know, ship for you. So you don't have a choice. Um, You have to buy trucks. You have to ship it yourself. Uh, Sometimes you might have delivery requirements where um, any of the transportation companies are not going to meet those or they have minimum quantity requirements that you cannot uh, really do that just yet. Uh, you know, then obviously you don't have a choice but to maintain your own fleets, uh, you know, but for the most part, transportation business is very different. I mean, you are better off just outsourcing that. Any 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 comments? Uh, any, any more? No? Okay. No. All right, guys. So, uh, you know, this is a public company, by the way. So we have far more details available, which is always uh, very interesting. So here, uh, you know, this is coming, I guess, from uh, their annual filing. So here they are saying with a focus on the industries that feed, Feed is agriculture. Build, in this particular case, is not going to be manufacturing. This is construction, okay? (laughs) And move the world and move is not going to be distribution. In this particular case, it's going to be logistics. Uh, So you need to read between the lines. (laughs) Okay? The uh, comprehensive depth and breadth of our solutions is transforming the way the world works, making it easier for Trimble customers. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Digital and physical worlds with uh, solutions that span world's foundational industries including building civil and infrastructure construction uh, geospatial survey and mapping agriculture natural resources utilities transportation and government okay so one of the things i think this trend that we saw in case of Descartes as well uh, they were talking about the whole idea of the physical world and that is very uh, you know critical in this particular case because originally the way these companies operated they were really into that telematics space okay that was their bread and butter they were really hardware company and they wanted to get into software <laughs> but their bread and butter even today is going to be to sell that hardware piece uh, you know and even today that's what they are doing so that's where and for transportation companies when you are going to have your trucks you need to get a lot of data from those trucks to be able to do uh, the operations. And if you don't have that, you know, uh, even driver compensation could be hard sometimes. Um, So that's the reason why, uh, you know, uh, these companies are really so deep into number one, um, you know, getting into the hardware, reading from the hardware, getting data from the hardware, utilizing that data for the business processes. then we have uh, some more comments here specialty contractors engineers and designers surveyors agricultural companies farmers energy and utility companies trucking companies and drivers as well as okay so these are all their customers uh, you know um, they are doing a lot of work in the uh, you know reduced greenhouse gas space and there are some regulatory requirements there as well compliance requirements you need to file for that you need to number one read the data and you need to be able to account based on that and then finally comply comply, uh, with these things. Again, it might be very, very hard to do these things uh, inside your ERP uh, if you don't have that automated data feed. Um, Are advanced positioning and autonomous guidance capabilities enable increased 
So that's where their whole, uh, you know, capability is coming from. I mean, technically speaking, if you want to compare this, this is more of sort of the OT side of manufacturing. <laughs> if I could use that, because obviously you are reading this from uh, the equipment, right? So that's where their sort of bread and butter is. Uh, but here they are reading it from tractors, bulldozers, and this is very operational data. Uh, you know, the way these uh, equipments are really transmitting that data and that data is used for a lot of decisions. Uh, we offer integrated systems that track and manage fleets of vehicles, uh, you know, improve the driver experience. By the way, driver experience is a big deal, big, big, big deal. And you are going to see some of the videos, uh, you know, how deep it gets, the way they are able to control that experience. Um, and um, the rental is a big deal. Okay. Uh, the emptiness of these fleets are a big deal in this particular industry. Uh, you know, they want to track that. They want to make sure that their fleets are never empty you know when they are doing uh, you know road trip the route optimization is a big deal as well so a lot of different things which are not necessarily erp erp uh, functionality by the way they are really deep into that the the bim uh, which is the uh, building information modeling which is very 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 deep okay you are only going to find that in the construction as well as um, uh, architectural space and that's far more complex bomb than any other bombs that we are ever going to see in manufacturing uh, you know and that's what we saw when we reviewed some of the epicore solutions that they were integrating with that again very different space in general uh, in construction we connect teams across the design build and uh, Okay, that's the uh, construction pitch. The agriculture, we continue to develop uh, connected farm solutions to optimize operations for agricultural production and protection. Okay, that's uh, pretty much it on this one. Uh, any comments, guys? No? Okay, uh, then I'll keep going here. So here they have some more commentary with respect to their hardware-driven point solutions to integrated work process solutions by developing doing expertise and heavily reinvesting. So this is the, uh, you know, commentary coming from their annual statement that they have changed their business model. They have redefined their focus. Now they are focusing a lot more on software. Okay, so this is that announcement. I mean, again, the uh, Cubix, the solution that they had, a TMS. Again, this is one of the most popular solution, uh, you know, that was there, but they ended up shutting down uh, that. So they are saying they are no longer going to be selling that TMS. Uh, they had a little community flavor there where they are connecting all of the shippers. Uh, you know, that the, the whole marketplace is a big deal uh, because they are trying to sort of reutilize and there are a lot of marketplaces where they are trying to sell unused truck capacity. Uh, you know, I remember, I mean, I, I probably knew at least 10 different startups uh, that were trying to figure that out. <laughs> Just connecting drivers, you know, selling unused capacity. And that, there was a big money in that space as well. So obviously these guys started, uh, you know, either acquiring those startups or they had that capacity as well. Okay, so I don't have anything else here. Now on this one, so here they are saying long haul trucking and freight shipper markets to create a connected supply chain and integrate all forms of transportation drivers, back office management, shippers and freight. That's what they are connecting. Uh, and here, I think the, the the different stakeholders that they are able to connect is very different. So in their case, it's going to be shipper, the freight. And again, this is all 3PL. 
these are the courier companies um, you know for the most part their business model is going to be very similar safety and regulatory compliance navigation and routing uh, you know freight brokerage supply chain visibility and final mile transportation management fleet maintenance again very 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 different piece of functionality uh, you know uh, in, in even among tms solutions <laughs> okay okay so in this particular case they are talking about the mobility solutions encompass uh, uh, you know route management uh, safety and compliance, end-to-end -end vehicle management, video intelligence, again, very uh, interesting features that they have. Uh, you know, again, that's uh, typically uh, going to be part of any sort of, uh, you know, transportation-centric TMS. And that's a very different product than any other TMSs out there. They are talking about business processes spanning the entire surface, uh, you know, transportation lifecycle for shippers, carriers, intermediaries and these are the players that are collaborating in this um, you know they don't even use the word manufacturers uh, or distributors for them it's all, always going to be shippers the company that are shipping it could be anybody okay they don't even differentiate so that's the industry term that they always use uh, then they have the delivering visibility control and decision support for the intricate relationships and complex uh, processes involved in the movement uh, of freight the whole movement uh, you know, business process is a big deal the way it works. And there could be many different players involved. Their invoices are going to be very different. Um, the way they are going to be billing each other is going to be very different. Then um, they have acquired a lot of uh, different companies here. They are talking about Transporian, a leading European cloud-based uh, transportation management software platform. Uh, I don't know why they acquired this one, but each geography is probably going to have very different requirements, uh, you know, even for the TMS, as well as this is probably cloud-based. Uh, that could be another reason why they might be after that. Uh, but the whole compliance requirements, I mean, the reporting that you are going to have that we are going to see in, in the some of these slides, that even in this particular case, the reporting requirements are very different. Okay, so now uh, if we look at the whole functionality here which is very 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 different even if you are going to compare this with uh, something like Descartes which is a TMS system <laughs> so here they are talking about a standard truck specific routing uh, mileage and mapping for light medium and heavy duty uh, vehicles the uh, kind of feature sets that you are going to have and this is just one perspective here right so this is the whole uh, route planning where they have the uh, map visualization. And now you might be thinking that, okay, what's a big deal? I mean, you have Google map, uh, right? But here you have to do a lot, to be honest, when you are detecting, for example, traffic, weather, and that is impacting how your scheduling is going to be. Uh, that becomes a big deal because you're, uh, you are tightly coupled. Uh, your whole operations are going to be tightly coupled with that. Then uh, we have things such as uh, easily integrate with the leading fuel optimization. The whole fuel optimization, uh, you know, is a, is a big deal in general uh, because obviously fuel is probably going to be maybe the highest spend category. I don't know if that is the highest for transportation company. I don't know if it is going to be labor, uh, but one of those two definitely going to be the highest. <laughs> So fuel optimization for transportation companies is a big deal, you know, and they are trying to utilize that data feed in how to sort of optimize number one, based on your route, based on your traffic, based on everything, based on speed. They have to do that if they want to remain in business because transportation business in general is a penny business. Uh, <laughs> even gas is a penny business, I guess, even fuel. Uh, <laughs> um, 
okay what else do we have okay no i don't have anything else here uh, the whole rating piece is very 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 interesting as well in this particular space that we are going to see some more um in these slides um, any any comments guys yeah the functionality is obviously deep I'm, I'm looking forward to investigating it more yeah yeah so let's look at some more uh, so here they are saying reduce risk of costly bridge strikes can you believe this okay collisions with truck legal routing so again that data drives your scheduling so again that's where that thickness of the process is going to be that how many different data points that you are feeding to your process and that is what is going to drive you know how your operations are going to be and that's where the whole map is really handy these are the industry maps you need to have that if you want to run your operations again what does uh, that mean sam it says costly bridge strikes and collisions with truck legal routing. What does that mean? Um, so my understanding of this, and Dave, I don't know if you're going to have any sort of inputs because obviously you have <laughs> led the operations as well, right? So here, typically, uh, my understanding is going to be if you are going to have uh, any sort of bridge strikes, right? And based on that, you are so, sort of changing your routes. Um, you are changing your, you know, if you have collision, then you are going to be stuck, let's say, for two hours, three hours, five hours. You never know. I mean, trucks are not cars where you can maneuver. <laughs> Around tax, right? <laughs> okay, so this would be with like accidents. Uh, that would yeah, be basically avoiding avoiding the uh, you know the height requirement. So there could yeah. be a, a shorter route that would potentially be open, uh, you know. But but for whatever, it could be regulatory, could be bridge height, could be all of those uh, things. Yeah. Certain, you know, you're not allowed to to uh, travel on certain stretches of road and highway, um, you know, given given certain um, uh, certain load types. Uh, so it could be something like that. Um, you know, what, one thing that's interesting to me, too, uh, about all of this function functionality and data, you know, and it's kind of a layer we've talked about in the past. But you think about the amount of information that is exchanging hands in that data flow yeah. and putting all of those transactions and that amount of data in the cloud it's it's interesting from a you know an infrastructure standpoint yeah. like how the stability not not so much the stability of the system i guess but it's really you know around the the expense side uh to handle this amount of data flow i mean it's it's really impressive uh, when you think about it, just from from a pure data standpoint, and to be completely honest, Dave, uh, running a transportation business is much harder. You know, I have seen it firsthand, uh, and that's why they spend on IT a lot more than any manufacturers or distributors are ever going to spend. Okay, so uh, transportation, any transportation business, whether you are running 3PL, you know, whether you are simply doing like the truck transportation business, you know, so I, I think there's a clear divide in the market, okay? Either yeah. you are going to be completely on paper, <laughs> these are like, you know, one to $5 million businesses, uh, owner operator, uh, you know, you are going to have those businesses or you are going to have really uh, operationally efficient because there is no sort of middle ground. Once you yeah. get to that $30, $40 million, it's very hard to scale transportation business. Yeah, I would imagine that's probably a pretty sound cutoff too. I mean, when you, it's probably a real, uh, it's probably a real juggle <laughs> uh, managing an operation of that size because you're you're probably still not big enough to uh, to get into something like this. I imagine it's you've got to be uh, 50 million plus to be into something like this uh, easily, just just with the amount of features 
that that this thing is talking about integrating. It's it's pretty it's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. And honestly speaking, I mean, you know, most of the SMB companies, they are probably going to be doing this manually. That's why they have to hire, yeah. you know, 40 people just to make calls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> talking to drivers, making sure they are safe, uh, because obviously that's a huge liability and obligation when your driver is going to be on the road and you don't know, uh, you know, where that person is. Um, so it's a huge, huge, huge risk, um, you know, for the companies. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, so anything, I mean, fuel cost, compliance requirements, health and safety, uh, you know, uh, everything is, is a problem there. Then uh, we have, yeah, the compliance that we have, the planned, uh, you know, route in real time that you are watching and you are looking for compliance, you know, how compliant you are. Because again, uh, you know, you have such a risky business, but it is also a penny business. Uh, you know, you cannot afford to just roam around <laughs> uh, because whatever money you are going to make in uh, in your transportation, then, you know, you are probably going to lose that. Um, yeah, even, even I'm wondering, I think it was on one of the previous slides, but it had called out, you know, site mapping. I mean, which you wouldn't think, right? But when you're talking about making a delivery to, uh, you know, a multi-acre site, yeah. Uh, that could have, you know, three to 10 sets of loading docks, depending on, uh, you know, the, the, the layout, uh, and flow of a particular facility. I mean, yeah. even something as what would seem, uh, insignificant as that, you could potentially be talking about a, a you know, 15 to 45 or even 60 minute delay easily. Yeah. Just trying to navigate your way around a, a you know multi-acre site to figure out where the heck am I supposed to go to drop this load? So <laughs> I it's, I mean, it's you know, it's that level of granularity. It's pretty, again, it's 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 really cool stuff. And that's why probably, I mean, they are really fussy to work with, to be honest. I think the transportation industry is going to be one of that, which is like your mobile data company where you are going to get overage for pretty much everything. <laughs> okay, you can almost assume that you are going to get, uh, you know, overages when you are working with them. <laughs> because five minutes late, all right, you know, $25, whatever. <laughs> because yeah. they have to be really, really sound in planning. I mean, you know, they cannot afford to have any sort of room for. And manufacturing distribution, you have a lot more room. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, now one of the points that I don't know how many people really understand. So I want to cover that, which is going to be, uh, you know, asset management. And again, asset management, when they are going to think about, they might think, you know, asset management, whether you are going to talk about transportation industry versus your manufacturing industry, it should be same, right? No, it is not. Okay. It's very, 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 very different. Okay. The way your fleet maintenance is going to be. And here, you have to get into and the reason why asset maintenance is a very unique category because here you are dealing with your truck codes can you believe this okay and based those are going to be your signals based on which you are going to be performing your maintenance so the whole data set is very tightly coupled and that's why the asset maintenance uh, you know category is very 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 interesting the asset maintenance software that might be designed for your truck industry may not work for a restaurant they could have very different equipments as well as the operations. So here they are talking about TMT fleet maintenance. And I'm glad that they are at least using the word fleet maintenance to be honest. <laughs> okay, otherwise it gets very confusing. Okay, so leading fleet maintenance software from PM to warranty recapture. Again, overall business workflows are going to be very similar, whether you are maintaining your internal equipments or you are maintaining your fleet. But again, it's a very different business process 
run your warranty. But I mean, from warranty perspective, it's probably going to be similar. It's those codes and the data that you have to read from the fleet uh, is going to be really important, uh, different. So here they are talking about TMT Service Center. Uh, they have, um, you know, platform to improve technician uh, productivity that is very similar to any other asset management software. Uh, increase customer satisfaction, blah, blah, blah. You know, optimize the shop floor, take TMT with you, integrate with your favorite tools. No, uh, unexpected vehicle maintenance is always a headache. Reduce the number of hours your uh, fleet spends in the shop with, okay. So, you know, the the whole Telemetics piece is going to be very interesting as well. But the connectivity that you have here is very different. And that connectivity is what that the reason why they are in this space is because obviously they were very hardware centric player and now they are able to sell their software as well. Now the whole dispatch advisor functionality, okay? <laughs> and Andy, I don't know whether you have heard me, uh, you know, speaking about these ERP selection companies, right? Uh, if they have only selected ERP, then obviously for them everything is going to be ERP. And we have had situations where <laughs> they were trying to select an ERP for the dispatch functionality. Can you believe this? Okay, the whole sales order is going to be very different. Okay, dispatching they wanted to implement inside SAP. Can you believe this? Okay, if you are going to model this, there is no way in the hell this one is going to work. But I mean, we have seen cases where companies try to overcome it. They don't really understand the complexity of the operations uh, and complexity of modeling this, uh, you know, just writing the algorithm that you are going to have for this might take years. Okay. <laughs> if you are talking about, you know, building it and perfecting it, good luck with that. Um, so dispatch, when you look at transportation business, it's a very, 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 very complex process. Okay. You, if you have dispatch operations, you are definitely going to get something like PMS that is really designed for this industry. Don't try to do this in, inside the ERP. So here, uh, you know, it's a very involved process as well that we are going to see in the review. The number of transactions that they have per minute, you know, it's just enormous. Even for very small companies, the number of loads that they are shipping on a daily basis. I mean, even distribution companies are not probably going to see as much volume. Uh, as your transportation companies. HOS is very interesting as well. I want to talk about that. Uh, I think that's the hour of service, if I remember correctly. Um, optimize uh, the lane pricing process. And we don't have anything else here, I guess. The, the other thing that I would like to touch uh, is the pricing models, I guess. The pricing is very, very, very different as well, uh, in general, in this business, uh, the way pricing is done. It's not the same. Okay, so now ELD, <laughs> uh, electronic logging device. Okay, and this is very, very, very interesting. Okay, um, to track the hours of service, and hours of service is almost like billing for the professional services industry, where you are tracking the utilization. Here, you are tracking the utilization as well, to be completely honest. Uh, okay. Uh, now, that's what drives your profitability. You really need to track that. But good luck in tracking because, uh, you know, drivers, when they are going to write, uh, you know, they'll be confused whether they wrote six or nine. You have to figure that out yourself or just keep calling the driver. <laughs> okay. So that could be very interesting, uh, you know, in this space. And that's why uh, having that ELD functionality is very critical um, only if it works. Uh, in general, it is not. Uh, <laughs> just having that as well as, uh, you know, communicating with that, uh, making the appropriate entries, uh, uh, having confidence in your billing based on this data, that could be very, very, very hard to implement in general. Uh, 
but then you have the regulations uh, requirements as well. I mean, if you are going to report uh, based on this data as well. So, you know, that could require very complex reporting functionality too. So you definitely need to get that down. Sam, was do you know, was there some sort of a, a mandate or regulation uh, passed in terms of moving to the electronic uh, logs versus the manual logs. I, I seem to recall something like that. I just don't recall if there, if it actually uh, was ever uh, passed and and went through. Um, I, I seem to recall that in the last few years. I, I'm just curious if you happen to know off the top of your head. My understanding is that I don't think it's as regulated in the U.S. Uh, you know, at this point of time, you know, Canada it's not regulated. Europe they are far more aggressive uh, in regulating that. Um, so and that's why the TMS for the Europe market are going to be very different uh, just because of those compliance requirements. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, if they change that, obviously, that's going to be a big deal. Um, that is going to drive a lot. OK, so this is the real TMS functionality, uh, to be completely honest. OK, so here they have the accounting as well for them. ERP is just accounting. Uh, you know, that's how they look at ERP here. The only thing that is going to be close to anything ERP is the activity, uh, you know, based costing. Uh, other than that, uh, you're not going to see anything close to an ERP functionality here for them. ERP is only just GL and that's it. Financial reporting. The asset management has very interesting layers as well. Uh, by the way, some of the companies are going to use this as their ERP. They are not going to have any other accounting software. They are not going to have uh, you know any other ERP software. So for them, even though they are calling it STMS, but actually it's ERP because it does everything. <laughs> uh, for them. So I don't know where you draw the line, uh, you know, for the ERP, but it will be very interesting. So here, the, the key functionality that any transportation companies are going to need is going to be your dispatching, routing, you know, scheduling that we have already discussed, uh, you know, then uh, meeting time windows is a, is a big deal in general, uh, because when you are going to be charging overages for your customers, your customers might charge for you as well. So you have the SLAs that you have to meet. <laughs> that compliance uh, could be a big deal, especially if you are going to be. So one thing that we have not touched so far in this particular case is going to be there are some of the non-asset based companies and some are going to have their own fleets. So even the transportation companies, what they are going to do is if they are working with the owner operators, uh, then they are not going to have their own fleet. Sometimes they might have some backup fleets, uh, but for the most part, you know, just because of the driver shortage, driver is a big deal in these industries. So they are working with the owner operators Obviously, they want financial freedom as well. Um, so that's why they are trying to create their own company uh, in general. So you have big friend of this whole non-asset based enterprises, and that could drive a lot of things too. Uh, overall, from the accounting perspective, the way you are going to be doing comp, because uh, traditionally you did comp only for drivers, but now you are doing for owner operators, depending upon who's going to be responsible for warranty, depending upon who's going to be responsible for uh, you know a lot of things. So the whole contracting process uh, is probably going to change. So, and that's where the the meeting time windows could be very tricky as well, because you are trying to, uh, you know, meet the time window. Then you are going to have SLA for your owner operators. Uh, that could get very interesting. Fuel we have already covered that that's a big deal in general. Uh, you know, driver recruiting is a big deal. Again, uh, you know, just recruiting these drivers is because of the driver shortage right now. Uh, you know, they have very thick workflow in terms of uh, uh, what they like to do. So that's what you are going to see uh, in 
the TMS packages which are going to be designed for your uh, transportation industry. But this is a critical success factor for uh, transportation companies. Fuel card is a big deal. Uh, that's also critical success factors. Fuel tax, the kind of reporting that you are going to be doing for fuel tax, um, you know, uh, and you have the compliance requirement that could get very deep as well. This is where TMS gets uh, really, really deep. Okay. I don't have anything else here. Uh, if you guys have any comments, I can take those. Every screen just, just reinforces how much detail this system provides. Yeah. Yeah. So TruckMate is one of their TMS. Uh, they have two different TMS. Uh, they are designed for very different purposes. Uh, you know, TruckMate is one, and we are going to look at that second name. What is that called? Uh, TMW, I believe, right? Um, yeah, TMW is the second one. Uh, you know, very different operations, very different use case. So here, the feature sets that you are looking at, you are looking at trailer tracking. Now, trailer tracking itself is a big, big, big complex workflow. The way trailer tracking works, that drives your rental. Uh, you know, you have the imaging, which is very different. Fuel tax, uh, you know, electronic checks. Now, there could be some architectural considerations as well. So you are doing electronic checks from here. You are probably doing it in your ERP. Now, if you are a pure play transportation companies, then you probably don't have as much problem if you are able to use the accounting uh, module from this software. But let's say if you have a little bit of distribution, uh, <laughs> you have a little bit of warehouse, good luck with that business model. It could get really complex uh, in how um, you are going to manage those, uh, you know, checks this system you are going to be using uh, for processing those uh, checks. Then you have fuel card interfaces. Now that, again, different ballgame. It gets very, very, very deep. Uh, you know, fuel route optimization is a different deal altogether. Uh, you know, mileage interface is a big deal. Mapping, that's a completely different functionality, to be completely honest. Okay, some more comments overall in terms of the scope of PMS. So you have the uh, fleet maintenance functionality, again, completely different. So you have cost tracking, fuel tracking that we have already discussed. Maintenance is very, very, very different. Repair tra tracking is different. Tire management, can you believe this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so again, it gets very deep. Uh, vehicle information, uh, then uh, you have freight, barcoding RFID. Uh, in this particular case, the, the barcoding that you are going to see, the RFID that you are going to see, is going to be very different from any other WMS solutions. You know, working with local forwarders is going to be very different. Uh, you know, functionality, rate management. Now, <laughs> rate management could be a system in itself, to be completely honest. The way the whole rate management functionality works, if you are going to work with any of the 3PLs, freight forwarders, uh, you know, they have very, very, very uh, deep uh, rate management functionality. Uh, then you have uh, shipment tracking, truckload management, waybills. Okay, I don't have anything. So again, very, very, very different. Even if you're going to compare this with Descartes, I don't think they are comparable. <laughs> okay, the documentation requirements are very interesting as well. For example, some of the things such as OSND documentation, uh, the way you are going to be loading, unloading, uh, you know, freight receiving, very different beasts in general. Uh, here they are talking about connected dock. Uh, so they are talking about can streamline cross dock operations. Now cross dock is also going to be used with the WMS systems, right? But here the kind of cross dock you are doing is, is very different too. Um, so depending upon where you are hosting that functionality, uh, that could be very uh, interesting how you are going to be doing cross docking. Uh, you know, eliminate misdirected freight uh, with the TMW truck mate. So TMW is basically used for that. Now the cross docking that our transportation company is going to do is going to be very different from the way your distributor is going to do. 
because it's a very different transaction. So here we are looking at unloading, data collection, loading, uh, you know, through traps, partial unloads, freight receiving, OSND documentation. We have already touched on that a little bit. Uh, but again, it's it's very, very, very different uh, functionality. Okay, the KPIs that they are going to have. So this is uh, when you are going to look at the network planning. The network planning for the international supply chain is going to be very different from your transportation supply chain because this is very domestic. So even though these screens are going to look very similar, but they are not doing the same thing. <laughs> Okay, this is very different. The KPIs are going to be very different as well. Uh, you know, here some of the things that they really like to track is going to be empty miles. Okay, empty miles uh, is a KPI uh, for a transportation company. How how will you find that inside ERP? Yeah, the uh, again, uh, you know, essentially what they are trying to track is the utilization, but the way they track is very 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 different. Um, dwell time, uh, fuel revenue, very very different business. So this is their LTL operations, the way the LTL operations are going to work. And now if LTL operation is residing inside your manufacturing facility, again, good luck with that business model. <laughs> you might have challenges there. Uh, the way this works is very, very, very different as well. The way they are going to map their companies, branches, uh, terminals, docks. These are very different things compared to when you are going to compare this with any of the distributors. Uh, go ahead, Dave. Uh, comment? Now it's just interesting i was just flipping back through the screens and you know it, uh, again kind of goes back to a conversation we talk about right and so my observation was just uh just from the standpoint of uh you know from an infrastructure and these screenshots you could tell this is uh certainly an on-prem uh system but that insights uh view certainly seemed to uh to shout uh, you know, cloud. So it's interesting. Uh, all of this functionality get, gets kind of back to the comment that I had made earlier. This is just a tremendous amount of data that is happening in a system of this complexity. And so it'll be interesting to see how that comes to be uh, from a functionality standpoint moving forward you know the announcement of the the pending acquisition they had and uh you know how they plan on uh integrating uh those things from a, a cloud perspective down the road i, I think it's going to be a fascinating journey for a lot of these companies especially somebody with this level of functionality yeah and it's a very interesting argument to be honest okay and they probably did the smart thing in shutting down the other tms to be completely honest uh, because you can only maintain so many different versions of any code bases they already had two versions you know truckmate as well as this one they both are very well adopted uh, you know systems in these industries they have their own sort of uh, you know patches uh, but again transportation industry in general is very small okay so their install base is not going to be as large as sap you know microsoft um, so obviously the amount of funding that you have for R&D uh, is limited as well. <laughs> so how do you sort of, uh, you know, write with the same depth? Uh, it's probably not going to be possible to be completely honest. Okay. So in this particular case, yes, you have some of the cloud native systems, but they are probably not going to be as deep as, as these guys. So you are probably not going to find a lot of options in general. Uh, but there is a massive, massive shift of the cloud PMS, but I don't know how mature they are at this point of time uh you know overall in terms of the adoption you know when you are going to be modeling things such as your dispatch workflow rating you have no idea how complex it gets i mean uh, and i was talking to andy the other day i guess you know in the other uh, conversation 
you know, I have personally seen like a, you know, a billion dollar company pouring at least at least 20, 30 million dollar, uh, you know, on their implementation. And it was a complete disaster. Uh, it never worked. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because of the complexity. I mean, they wanted to uh, do a lot of custom things. They just didn't realize how complex it gets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. you know, you can dial. I, I think you can dial it back to the, you know, kind of a couple of comments that we all have have made multiple times. But, you know, when you get into something like this or you're comparing something like this with something that is uh you know cloud native let's say and and you're attracted to that for whatever reason uh it, it still comes down to that business model and, and process you know definitions and if you can't hammer those two um you know you're going to struggle with with the with the rest of it so putting the work in into that uh those two you know kind of key elements uh is going to go a long way but I, I i think anybody could see uh you know the differences between something this complex and something that in that cloud native range of functionality yeah yeah <laughs> yeah say. Yeah, uh, great comment, Dave. Uh, so here are some of the things that I want to talk about is the way their the whole sales order workflow is very different. Okay, it's very similar to your bill of lading. Okay, and bill of lading has very different architecture than your than your uh, you know any other document that you're going to have uh, in your traditional manufacturing value chain. So here you are looking at the shipper, the consignee workflow. <laughs> you know you are looking at the package length. Uh, you know the trip info. So very, 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 very different beast. Uh, you know, it's a, and that's why, again, ERP is, is not as meaningful in these industries in general. Do you know what the price point of this product is at all, Sam? So, Andy, I mean, this is definitely installed in the mid-market packages, patches, so it's not very expensive. Not very expensive? No, it's not. Uh, oh, my. I mean, uh, so packages, like, this one is used by companies that are going to be 10, 20, 30-ish million dollar in revenue. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is not the you have no idea how complex enterprise, um, you know, workflows get when you are running, uh, let's say, you know, something like UPS FedEx. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. OK, even if you are going to be like a billion dollar transportation company, that becomes very complex. Um, the complexity that you're looking at, this is like 20 million dollar company, 30 million, 40 million dollar company. <laughs> they have this complexity. OK, so some reviews uh, so they are talking about easy user interface and by the way this is a transportation company's uh, company they have roughly what a thousand to five thousand employees which is slightly higher in my mind for the solution easy user interface but again they must be on on-prem that's why they were able to sort of use this um, it's a very 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 sophisticated product in general uh, so that's why they uh, were able to use at that workload as well so they are saying easy user in interface straightforward no bugs or glitches tmw does everything I need it to complete my work. And this is most likely the person we don't have title, but most likely this guy is going to be probably in dispatch all the operations where they are doing the, I mean, that's where the real uh, critical success factor is for the transportation company. Okay, so I think that is the only review that we had, I guess, for this particular uh, solution in, in the market. So I don't think we can... Well, so, it looks like the reviews are 100% positive. Yeah. I mean, if you have one, then, you know, positive or negative, take it or leave it, I guess. Right? It's the only one there is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, you know, I, I'm surprised that it's a reasonably priced product considering how much depth it provides. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, the transportation companies would not be running uh, if it were not for them <laughs> uh, Dave, go ahead comment uh, no, I kind of align with Andy on this. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be for, uh, you know, a bit larger of a, of a company, uh, than what you said. So really interesting in terms of the level of functionality that you can get. Um, and I get it is, uh, certainly a complex business. Um, uh, but yeah, interesting to see the amount of functionality. And, you know, for me, it's always interesting to see, from the infrastructure piece, uh, I'm always fascinated by it because I think it's a, I think it's a real consideration for a lot of businesses that kind of gets pushed off to the side, um, which is probably why I'm so interested. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I think it's just something to continue to bring to the forefront because as businesses are contemplating any sort of uh, technology uh, change or implementation or or any of that uh, beyond the kind of basics of of you know what your model is what what you want it to be and what your growth plans are uh, you need to understand how you know the solution itself is positioning uh, itself so you're somewhat you know hedging your bet and protected uh, as you move into your plan and execute against it. The last thing you want to do is find yourself uh, you know uh, six months or eighteen months into an implementation or uh, or a go live and and having to have the conversation over because uh, you know either the system can't handle your level of complexity or number of transactions or or what have you. So and I know you guys have seen that stuff before, but but oftentimes. Uh, uh, people don't necessarily think that that's uh, really at the forefront of the uh, decision-making process. Sam, have you talked to any of their customers? Do you know people that are using this product? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, oh, you do? Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I have a lot of friends in the transportation industry. And, mm. Yeah, they, they, they use uh, this for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Any other comments? Andy, Dave? No. Yeah, nothing for me. All right, guys, that's it for today. If you join for the uh, first time, this was part of our industry uh, series for which we meet every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you guys are going to be here next week. We are going to come back with uh, another vendor or the solution. On that note, thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Thanks so much, Sam. Thanks. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show, for sharing their knowledge and journey. I always pick up learnings from our guests, and hopefully you learned something new today. If you want to learn more about ND Practical, head over to esoft.com. It's esoft.com. If you want to learn more about Dave Chrysler, head over to thechrysler.club. It's T-H-E-C-R-Y-S-L-E-R.C-L-U-B. Links and more information will also be available in the show notes. Also, don't forget to subscribe and spread the word among folks with similar backgrounds. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please review and rate us on your favorite podcasting platform, or DM me on any social channels. I'll try my best to respond personally and make sure you get help. Thank you, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of the WBS Podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the WBS Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information on growth strategies for SMBs using ERP and digital transformation, check out our community at wbs.rocks. We'll see you next time.